Hello everyone, it's me, Aurus, with my co-host, Aliza Abramson. Oh yeah, and we're super excited to be in front of this camera again, speaking to all of you. And today, we're going to tackle another big interview question. Huge interview question, guys. Huge. It's so big that I think it even, the size of this question beats, it's taller than the Empire State Building. That's how big it is. Yes. If you don't know what that building is, Google it, for those of you who are probably in different countries. But the point is, the question is, why should we, why should we hire you? Why should you be hired for this job, this company, this business, whatever the case is? But let's explain that just a little bit first. A lot of times when you're in an interview, guys, um, one of the like closing questions that they'll ask you, and a lot of times they'll just be like, okay, let's close this. Why should we hire you? Now, a lot of times you could think that this is just kind of like a blow off question that you just kind of forget, but it's actually a huge opportunity and a great way that you can use uh, to be memorable and things like that. And we're actually going to go into how to use that moment. And it's interesting, like Aliza mentioned, most of the time, this question, why should, should we hire you? It's mostly at the end, but there are times where either if the employer or the HR representative doesn't have a lot of time and they just want to get to the point, mm-hmm. or they really just want to be ballsy and they want to just ask you a question, right? That's going to throw you off guard. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll take questions that normally in a normal interview would happen in certain parts. They'll take it, bring it to a new part and throw you off and see how you react. Now, why should we hire you? I'm going to start with something first and then we'll go back to Aliza and then myself and back to Aliza. Um, so the first thing I want to say is when they ask you a question, why should we hire you, right? You always yeah. want to mention, what happened? There's a little dust? Careful. There's a little fly here. Sorry. The first thing you always want to mention Yes, the, the first thing you always want to mention is how you're going to make that person's job easier or the company, how you're going to make them more money, more leads, more clients, whatever the case is. But here's one thing people always forget. They say what they're going to do for the company, but then they forget what drives them. They forget to tell, they forget to tell the employer or the person who's interviewing them what's in it for them. Now, I'm going to tell you why this is important. Because the employer, the person who's going to hire you, they need to know what motivates you. And actually, Elise and I, we learned the four M's. If you haven't, it's actually, uh, it was, uh, we actually learned that from someone named Ty Lopez. It's a great, great source of information that everyone should be following, guys. Great source of information. Check him out on YouTube and Instagram, Ty Lopez, T-A-I-L-O-P-E-Z. We don't make a commission off saying this. Uh, but, but we should. But we should, yes. Uh, but the point is this, the point is, he basically said the four M's, which, which is basically the four things that motivates us humans in different scenarios is the four M's. One, mastery. Movement, mating, materials, and material. So basically, a person can be motivated by materialistic things. Mastery, because you, you, know, you master a certain skill. You, cause you, want, you want the challenge. You want to be challenged. You, you want to be the best at a certain thing. Right? Maybe it's the opposite sex. Maybe it's going out with females or guys, you know, mating under that under that category. And the last thing is maybe like the job is like a super attractive job, and it'll increase your status to get more mates. That's true. Yeah. And the last one was a movement. Like you have a lot of freedom to travel or to do other things. Now this is important. Or room for growth in the actual company, like promotions, things like that. Yeah, there's movement outside of the company or maybe inside. You're right. Yeah. And you can go up or down the escalator, whatever you want. That's always one of my M's. Really? Movement? Oh yeah, I need movement. So basically, this is important for the employer to know because once he knows what drives you, guess what? He's going to continue to use that 
to feed you that to motivate you to continue in the job. So yes, you're telling them what you, how you're gonna help them out specifically. And if you come with a specific plan, right? This is like another extra bonus tip before I pass it to Aliza and then we keep going back and forth. If you can come with a specific plan and say, listen, I saw your numbers or I saw your ad campaigns last year or last month and, I, and you were doing this, this and this. I, with my skills, we can fix the way the ad campaigns are going, uh, the copyright of how the Facebook ads are going or how the Instagram posts are being led and so forth, right? It just all depends, it's just that simple. If you can come with a specific plan and show them specifically, they'll be impressed because no one usually comes with something like that. So that's just one thing I wanted to mention. Right now we're gonna pass actually down to Aliza who was very, she, she took a couple points that may, that may sound like, 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 like common sense or like easy, but she gave it a little twist. So Aliza. So one of the things that I always like to highlight when I get asked this question of why do you want to work here um, is I try to, I'm always trying to make myself a little bit different from the crowd so that I'm more memorable mm. and I'm someone that they think of more often. Um, so the thing that I say is that I'm looking for a long-term job, right? One of the things jobs hate is that they have a high turnover rate that they have to constantly be hiring new people because that means they have to train people and that means that they're gonna make mistakes and that means that they have to get better at it, right? So the ideal for any company is to have someone that is there for a long time. And let me ask you, like, when was the last time you heard someone who wasn't in like their 60s say like, I've been at this job for how long, you know? Like people aren't so invested in that anymore. Now people are more like to switch jobs more often and they like to go to different fields so they can learn more, things like that, which I totally understand. But when you're in this type of position where you're interviewing, what you're going to want to say is, look, I'm not the type of person that wants to do a job for a couple of years and then move on to another job. I'm not someone who's interested in having to start over, over and over and over again. I'm interested in starting a job, working really hard to learn how to succeed in that job and make the business the most that it can and growing within that company long term. I'm looking to be a long term investment. I use that word specifically, investment for this company. Because you want the company to feel that when they pay you, it's not like, oh, we're paying someone who's just gonna disappear in a second and we need her here for the time being. You want them to feel like they're investing money in you because they're gonna make money from you. Mm. Now the best way you can do that is long term investments. It's like kind of like you're selling yourself like you're a stock. Kind of. You're saying like, listen, you put money in now and I'm going to be growing. And over time, it's going to grow, it's going to grow, it's going to grow. And you're going to get tons of money back. So why should you hire me? Because I'm going to stick around basically. So that's kind of what I say. Yes. I have two questions for you. Go for it. What if the, the job that they're going for doesn't necessarily help the business or the company make money? Well, what if their job has nothing to do with the success? Like maybe... Like maybe a job I mean I mean I, I understand that every job has one way it's correlated but what if the job they're going for has nothing to do with how much money the company brings or clients and stuff like that then what else could they say like what's a good example of a job maybe like a maintenance job a janitor job uh, something like that so then you're gonna just reinforce the stability that you are look that you're looking for and that you're looking to stay there long term because why would they want to go out and waste their time hiring another janitor or hiring another um, maintenance person, hiring another person, even if they're not 
specifically focused on making money for the company, the company is is spending money to find another person. Every moment that someone is doing something other than making money in the business, that business is losing money. So if they have to hire someone to keep on hiring other people all the time, all the time, all the time, they're losing money on that person technically. What they want to be doing is have everyone focus just on making money or maintaining what they do have, right? Mm -hmm. What you're saying basically when you get to that point is saying, I'm going to be stable, I'm going to be reliable, I'm going to be here every day, I'm going to be here for the next 20 years. That's valuable. I have another question. I mean, that that's such a good response because you're right. If, if you can't say that, then reinforce the stability part. Exactly. I love that. And what I love what Elisa mentioned is, you know, it's so interesting. She's using certain words that most of the time are correlated with positive feelings. I'm going to be a long-term investment. When people mm -hmm. invest long-term, you know, there's that com compound interest when you invest in the stock market and you do it in 20 and 30 years and you leave your money there. Eventually, you can have a million, two million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars. And it feels good to have that type of money because yeah. it compounds or like a real estate property. Eventually, the appreciation increases. It's a long-term investment. You're making money off of that. And you're using, Aliza specifically uses words that, again, that are positive or have positive connotations to get to their mind and their heart. Because we're just emotional creatures. And 100%. If you, and if you can hit them there, you got them. Thank you yeah. for pointing that out. Yeah, I really love that. I, I wanna, I'm, another thing I wanted to mention, actually, is saying Eliza, something that I've done, uh, Eliza's done it a couple of times, I've done it maybe a little, a little bit less few, but I have done it in uh, certain job interviews, is if they ask you, why should we hire you? Start, your first sentence, should be an interesting fact about you, something that you accomplished, mm. something different and unique that you accomplished, and then correlate the skills that require you to accomplish that to the job you have. Yes. I'm going to explain. For example, let's say Elisa asks me, why should, why should we hire you, Aldous? Why should we hire you, Aldous? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, uh, so, You're fired. Oh, man. No, kidding. So um, if someone, I'm just, this is just an example. I haven't said this in a real interview, but this is just an example. And they say, why should we hire you? The person can say, the person can say like, well, you know, last year, I don't know if you know, but I actually won the International Chess Tournament. Now, and then something that Elisa does a lot, she likes to preempt. Or she likes to like do like a little mini mind reading where basically you say what they're thinking, but you purposely know you know what they're thinking because you set up the situation where they're going to think that. Where basically now it's you say this and, you, and then you say, well, I know what, what you're thinking. What does that have to do with this? Well... In order for me to become the international winner of the chess tournament last year around the world, it, you need to have the skills of being able to see 30 steps ahead. Now, I have developed those skills for many years, and I know that I, if you hire me as a CEO of this company, or as a spokesperson, or whatever it is, or whatever job you're going for, right? Of course, you want to maybe alternate different facts and say different things depending on the job you're going for. But you can say, because of those skills I've acquired, I can look 30 steps ahead and know exactly what we need to do to attain this number, this amount of clients, to get these new, uh, to get better employees, to have a better work culture, and so forth. What do you think? It's a great point, um, especially when you have a type of get, interesting get facts that you're saying that yeah. has kind of a stereotype to it, right? Like the chess tournament one has the stereotype of where you have to think so far ahead, right? But the thing is, if the person that's interviewing you doesn't really know that much about chess, 
they don't know how much exactly you have to know ahead, right? But when you emphasize that you have to know ahead in their head, they exaggerate it a little bit. So they're like, oh, this person really knows how to think ahead. And they'll start creating uh, situations in their head applied to the job where you would have to think ahead, where they may have struggled and they'll be like, this person won't struggle because Mm. they've had this because they don't really understand what's going on in the chess tournament. So that's a really good one. Um, And what you mentioned before, when we were actually discussing what we were gonna put on this video, he mentioned how he likes to take that and take skills from that to the job. But what you didn't mention here that I think is a really important point is you're also showing the skill that you're able to think not just one track, right? Like I am working on this and I am only working on this. Your mind is a little bit more expansive, right? So I can take a thought that I had earlier in the day and connect it to what I'm doing now and use that creative thought to make this better, whatever I'm doing now, right? Because a lot of jobs, a lot of careers are very focused on finding creative people Mm -hmm. because you have to think outside the box now because there's a lot of competition out there. So when you can think creatively and you show that you can do that, that's a huge, huge asset of your own. That's really so good, yeah. Very good point. There was another point you I, you wanted to mention. Yes. What, what, what was the second point you wanted to mention? The last thing that I like to do, um, and this one it's kind of like a little bit cheeky when you do it. Um, so I like to do this and like kind of acknowledge that I'm being a little cheeky with the person. Like when someone says this. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Or they're like, okay, why should you hire you? So I'll go into my whole like, well, long-term investment. And then I'll say like, and I, I don't know if this is going to help me or not, but I just want to let you know that I'm really excited about this because, you know, I've actually interviewed at a bunch of other places just because you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You understand. Um, but, and I got those job offers, but I really, really want to work here. I really want this job because, you know, I think it's a really good fit and I think we would be a really great team together and the fact that to me that I'm not ready to jump on board with those people that are giving me that yes that go ahead right away that shows me that there's something special right here and I should really go for it so I I don't know if that's going to help you or help me at all but that's that's one other reason why I think I should work here. Now the reason that I do this is because it kind of builds like a little bit of like a us versus them type of attitude and I, I love creating this attitude guys it works in so many situations like I, I think yes. I've told you like a million of them yes. you create this little team with the person who's interviewing you versus all of their competition because generally if you're interviewing for a job you're inter- interviewing in a bunch of air, um, different jobs in the same field right so you're stroking their ego a little bit because they're thinking oh this person wants to work at our place versus all the rest of our competition and they're like telling you like a little secret like you're breaking out of that whole like I'm being interviewed mold into like this little like tete-a-tete you know like that means um head-to-head where you're like kind of like just sharing a little secret about yourself like by the way I mean I don't know if I should tell you this and it also comes across as super genuine and just creates like a little laugh and it just makes the other person like you more so that's the other thing I like to do a lot now that is that is that is probably that is genius that is, I think, I'll be honest, I think this point is better than the first point. Why? I mean, I mean, I mean, your, your second point is better than your first point. Yeah, you gotta leave the best for last. Oh, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, the, guys, don't be <laughs> wrong. The first point you mentioned is super great. And try out these techniques and see which one works better for you. But definitely try to incorporate that cheeky move. Now, what if the person that's watching this right now, you, you, who's watching? Yes, you, the one with the blue shirt or maybe yellow shirt. I was thinking of the red shirt one. Oh, okay. So there's lots of people in front of us, guys. That's why. But what if the person watching, they're like, 
Yeah, but I just want, I just need, need a job to get money. And they're not really enthusiastic about the company or about wherever they're hired. They, they just want a summer job or they, they just want a job to get money to pay their bills. That's it. And if they ask you, why should we hire you? What could mm. they say in those scenarios, in those situations? Because honestly, they can't really say these answers that we're saying because it's going to come out fake. Your body language is not going to go along with what your words are saying. And people will be like, there's something off here. So what's something that you can say, maybe without lying? Well, what do you think? I have a couple of ideas, but let's hear you. So I think it's very, very tricky. Mm -hmm. I think it's tricky. I think what one thing you can do is try to get a little excited about something, right? Maybe necessarily you don't need to love the job or what the company goes for, or but find something, at least one little part of it that you find interesting or exciting or like, okay, I wouldn't mind doing that. Or this seems cool, it seems fun. Because if you're only gonna do it for, for the short term, right, then try to find at least something that'll be fun, something interesting, at least some one part of the job that's interesting. Because if you go in with the mentality that you're always gonna hate it, yeah. always gonna hate it, it's gonna be harder on you. But try to find something, at least one little part of the job that you're gonna like, and you know it's short term for whatever reason why you're only doing it short term. And then, but by the time you know it, you'll be done. So I don't think, there's probably a couple of things you can do but it's not that much because your mindset is way different. You're like, listen, I really don't want to, I, I just need the job for the money. So what do you think? So what I would do is I wouldn't focus necessarily on the day-to-day -day of those jobs when you're thinking about this job and going into this interview for it. I would think of what you can gain from this mm. job, right? And I would highlight what you're going to gain from this job, right? So let's say you're going to gain experience you're going to highlight that. Now, you're not going to say, like, you're getting experience to go to other bigger, better things. You can say, like, yeah, I feel like this job would be a great experience. I would learn a lot. It would be a massive opportunity for me, and it's not something I should pass up. Now, mm. none of that is saying long-term, mm. but it is saying good stuff about the job that makes them seem like you're very invested in it, right? Yeah. Um, I would also focus on, you know, sometimes you got to read your interviewer a little bit because a lot of times... Like, if you're going for a job as, like, a summer counselor and you come in and you're like, I'm invested, I'm going to be a long-term investment here, they're going to be like, this, this person's fake, this is a summer camp, right? We're not here the whole year. So you could say, like, listen, I'm saving up for school, I'm really excited to go to school, and I really want to do a good job um, because I'm here anyway. So why not do a good job? And I'm a team player, so own up to the fact that you're not going to be there forever. But then talk about how excited you are and invested in you in whatever it is you're saving up for, right? So let's say you're saving up for a car, right? You could literally have a picture of that car in your bag, right? And be like, listen, I'm like, why should we hire you? You're like, listen, it's a summer job, um, but I let me let me show you why I'm so invested. And you pull out a picture of this car and you're like, listen, I've been dreaming about this car for the past three years, but I don't have enough money for it yet. But this job gives me the opportunity to save up enough money. Now, obviously, I don't want to blow that. So obviously, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to be a good team player. I'm going to give all I've got because I want this car really badly. And you know, here's the thing. I'm human, which means that once I have this car, I'm going to want a new radio. I'm going to want a new something in the car. Yeah. And it can escalate, right? So don't try to make it into something it's not. Take what it is, but find the positive of whatever is in that situation and highlight that. Because you never want to highlight on the negative. Don't ever be like, but 
make all of those buts into a positive, right? Like the fact that you're not going to be there long term, say like, I would love to work here and it's going to be a great experience. Even though it's going to be short, it's going to, I'm going to give it my all. Like don't, don't hide that stuff. It's there. If you try to hide it, then the other person's going to be like, this person thinks I'm an idiot. Why should I hire someone who thinks I'm an idiot? You know, just highlight it then, but make it into a positive. That's what I would do. I think this is a great way to end this video. Sounds good. So I think this is very good. So not only did we help you figure out a lot of different ways and techniques and conversational techniques on how to answer why should we hire you, but what if you're in this situation that you really don't want, really want that job, but you just need money? We've also answered that as well. Yes. So re-listen to this video if you need it. Please, guys, like the video. Like yes. it. Subscribe. Comment. Please, this really helps us. We actually gotta start saying this in, in the beginning of the videos. Yeah. To, to comment, subscribe. And guys, if you know anyone that could benefit from this video, anyone who's going on an interview soon, please forward it to them, share it, all that stuff. We would really appreciate that. Any last words, Aliza? Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, guys. And of course, till next time. Bye.